Support for Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel and the following message come from TransferWise, the cheaper way to send money abroad built by the brains behind Skype. TransferWise takes a machete to the hefty fees that come with sending money abroad. So don't get stung by a bad exchange rate or sneaky fees. Join the 2 million people who are already saving with TransferWise. Test it out for free at transferwise.com slash podcast or download the app. It is the wise way to send money. He showed me how to calculate how much money I would have by the time I was 65 if I invested my babysitting and my lawn mowing money. And then we did a couple scenarios. We tested how much I would have if I was earning 5% after inflation, if I earned 6% after inflation. And when I saw how big those numbers were, I was just hooked. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Geeking out here at Financial Grown Up, but stay with me, friends, because you will have more money and be wealthier if you listened to this episode and follow my guest's advice. Manisha Thakur is the author of Get Financially Naked How to Talk Money with Your Honey. She is also the force behind Money Zen and is a practicing certified financial planner. And if that sounds pretty cerebral, well, she will take that as a compliment. She started learning about investing very, very early. Here is Manisha Thakur. Manisha the core. Welcome. You are a financial grown up. I'm so excited you're joining us on the Financial Grown Up Podcast. Bobby, I'm so excited uh, to be here and to be deemed by you a financial grown up. You're very much a grown up. You're the author of two books, On My Own Two Feet, and I love the second title. I know everyone does Get Financially Naked. You also have Money Zen. Lots going on. I feel super excited about the world of personal finance and investing. Good. And I'm super excited about the story that you brought to share today because it has to do with some father-daughter bonding around, not the dinner table, around the HP-12C calculator. I love this. So when I was around 11 years old, my dad, he's an MBA and a CPA, he sat me down in a moment of father-daughter bonding that only financial geeks like ourselves could really appreciate. He um, had an HP-12C calculator, which for, for folks who may not be familiar with it, is a financial calculator that enables you to do sophisticated compounding calculations on it. And so he showed me how to calculate how much money I would have by the time I was 65 if I invested my babysitting and my lawn mowing money. And then we did a couple scenarios. We tested how much I would have if I was earning 5% um, after inflation, if I earned 6% after inflation, if I earned 7% after inflation. And when I saw how big those numbers were, I was just hooked. And that was really 
my first introduction to the power of compounding. And I think because he had me physically touching the buttons on um, on the calculator. And then he made me write down the numbers in a little grid um, on a notepad. And I could literally still even remember what the notepad looked like. It was so tactile and so visual. Do you have the notebook still? You know, I wish I did. I, I and He and I both say in retrospect, we totally should have saved that for the grandkids, but um, oh. it's in my mind's eye. And um, that's how I got hooked on saving and investing. So then what is the lesson for our listeners? Should everyone be bonding over calculators? (laughs) That's right. We know that's not going to (laughs) happen. Let's bring it down to a realistic level. The lesson for me and the lesson that I, I want to scream from the mountaintops is, and particularly for women, is that it's not enough to just save money. Saving is great and it's freaking hard to do, but you must invest it as well. First and foremost, to offset the corrosive power of inflation. Which is picking up, by the way. So that's something we need to start being more aware of. And a lot of young people haven't really seen inflation at the level that other generations have, but it is going to become a bigger part of our dialogue. Yeah. And Bobby, you've nailed it. I mean, we've just gone through such a bizarro period of de minimis inflation. And, And the example I love to give is a hundred bucks over a 30-year period at 3% inflation is worth $40 was at the beginning. And if you just increase that inflation to 5%, which is doesn't sound like a big jump, but that drops the value of $100 in 30 years to what $20 would have bought. And so, you know, small upticks in inflation have a huge, huge impact. And that's why you cannot just save. You have to invest because the first step of investing is keeping your money growing at least with the rate of inflation. And if you do investing well, then ideally over the long run, you grow your portfolio even faster than inflation, which increases your real purchasing power. Okay. Now for your money tip, Manisha, we're going to geek out even more because you've actually brought a formula. You're Manisha's magical formula for investing success. And and I promise everyone to stick with us. She says it really well. She's going to explain it all. And we're going to have it all written down in the show notes for you as well. Go for it. The way I think about how to take your hard-earned savings and invest it is the following. First, take a look at the total dollar value of your current saving and investment portfolios. Second, subtract out any money you know you need to spend in the next five years. So this could be money you need for a home down payment, or it could be your six-month emergency fund. Then for any of your long-term money, which for most of us is our retirement money, so it's any money that you know you don't have to spend in the next five years, what you do is you take 110 and you subtract your age to get a back-of-the-envelope estimate of what percent of your portfolio should be invested in stocks. So that was a mouthful. And Bobby, as you mentioned, it'll be in the show notes, but I'll give you an example. So I'm 47 years old. So we'll round that down because at my age, you like to round down. Um, So to keep the math easy, 110 minus 45 equals 65. So a good starting point for me 
for how much of my long-term money at my age should be in stocks is 65%. And lo and behold, that's how much I have of my long-term money in stocks. And the biggest mistake that I am seeing with young people these days is shying away from investing their savings because they're afraid of losing money. So they're missing those vital early years of compounding. And that's why it's so important that you subtract out the money you need to spend in the next five years. So no matter what the market is doing, you're fine. The money you know you needed, it's in cash. It's only your long-term money that's being invested. I think a lot of young people witnessed their older siblings or their parents really being burned in the recession. And that's a lot of the hesitation. I'll just say, Bobby, when I hear somebody tell me that 2007 to 2009 ruined their retirement, what I say is, no, either you had the wrong asset allocation going into it, or you blinked and you're deviated from your plan. Because if you fouled the formula that I'm saying, and you didn't have any money that you needed to spend in the next five years in the market, in 2007, 2009, you would have seen your portfolio drop as much as 50%, but you wouldn't have sold a single share of anything because you didn't need to touch it. And then you would have seen your money double or triple as you came out of the recovery. So the people who lost in 07, 09 were the people that were forced to sell at bottoms to maintain their lifestyle or got scared because they didn't have the cash cushion and sold at the bottom. That's why this formula is so important. Right. And you got to just sit tight. Even the beginning of 2018, we had some scary days. You got to just know your focus and stick with the plan. All right. Miss Manisha, I also hear you have big news, new projects, new jobs. Tell us. I'm so excited. I have just accepted the role of vice president of financial education for an amazing firm called Brighton Jones. And I could not be happier um, when I think about what I want to accomplish um, in this role. I mean, my belief is that money is power and women need more of both. And so I am going to be doing my darndest in this new role to, to help women achieve that. And as part of that, I'm really going to be ramping up my efforts with my Money Zen newsletter. So if um, listeners are interested, I encourage you go to my website, moneyzen.com. I'll have a monthly newsletter that I'll be putting out. It's educational, and I'm really going to be working hard to share the most vital resources, articles, tools each month around women's economic empowerment and how we can all use personal finance and investing to increase our voices and choices. I always say money gives women, it gives everyone voices and choices and financial education and financial guidance are what helps unlock those doors. Awesome. Before I let you go, where can we find you on social media? So my name is a mouthful (laughs) and I'm the same handle on everything. I'm Manisha Takor everywhere and it's M-A-N-I-S-H-A T-H-A-K-O-R on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And if you forget that, go to moneyzen.com because I have all my social media icons right up at the top. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Bobby, always a pleasure to chat with you. As Warren, Manisha and her dad totally geeked out with all that math. But the good news is you guys don't need to go out and buy yourself fancy HP 12C calculators and do all this kind of fancy math because these days it's really all there for you. Financial grown-up tip number one, there is nothing more powerful than seeing the numbers. And like I said, 
you don't even have to do the math yourself these days. Log into your HR website from your job, or if you work for yourself and you have retirement accounts, which you should, go there, go to the provider, and just take a look. Most of them will have nice calculators. They'll do the math for you. They'll have probably some graphic ways to show you how you measure up, where you are relative to your retirement goals. And you can actually see how you stand and see how you feel about it. You might get pretty emotional. It could be a really happy emotion. You might be doing pretty well. It could possibly be not that great, but maybe that will motivate you. But the important thing is get the information, doesn't take much work, and make decisions from there. And speaking of decisions, financial grown-up tip number two, while you are on that website, look at the retirement savings and look for a box that says increase your withholding or a box you should check that says increase your withholding by 1% every year. And of course, check that box. Now you can always undo it, but by checking that box, it will automate increasing the amount of money that you are putting away each year and you probably won't feel it because it's tax deductible. So it won't even cost you that full amount and it'll amplify your savings. We have been hearing a lot from you guys wanting to share your own financial grown-up money stories, lessons, and money tips. So we are going to start having one guest a month be a listener. If you want to be considered, email us at info at financialgrownup.com and tell us what is the money story that you would like to share and what is the money tip that you would also share with us if you are chosen. Subscribe if you have not already and help us spread the word by sharing on social media. I am at Bobby Rebel on Twitter. Follow me and please retweet those silly promo videos I'm doing. They're a lot of fun. I enjoy making them. Hopefully you guys are going to enjoy seeing them if you have not already and help us reach more listeners on Instagram. I am at Bobby Rebel one. You can also repost those and go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown up podcast to learn more about the show and sign up for our mailing list so you can hear about things like how to be a guest on the show. I hope you enjoyed Manisha's story and that we all got one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.